Chapter 14. Using the negative things. Ooh. I thought I would share with you how I use some negative things to build my brand or strategize to get ahead in the industry. In the various sectors I work in, I always make the joke that two mistakes my competition make in comedy, for example, is that they think they are competing with a comedian. And the second is they think I am competing. The only thing I do is run my race. My biggest competition are the negative things happening in my life. I plan my strategy around them, and here are some examples how I use them to get ahead. Number one, clients saying no to my proposals. I love to write proposals. You'll be amazed how many have been rejected by Zimbabwean corporates. But at the same time, a few were accepted. The few that were accepted were because of the rejected ones. You see, what happens is that when you make a proposal, you're showing people how you think or how you see their brand. That's better than them saying yes to your proposal. When the day comes, after all your propaganda, someone will ask you to do something for them. Unread emails. I know most people don't read my emails, but they do know that I've sent them. This is great research method I use because when I meet people in public, they usually make reference to my newsletters that they don't read. They may do it as a sign of guilt, but I read it as a step away from being read one day. Clients rejecting my rates. When I set a rate, I don't move from it. As audacious as it may sound, what normally happens is that someone sees my quotation and tells their superiors, Carl now thinks he's special because he was on Comedy Central. Now he thinks he can charge XXX dollars. I don't know about you, but all I heard was an advert. That's what compels the boss to come to the shows, buy a ticket, see if I'm worth that amount. Also, that news travels fast. I learned this when I realized that I know, let's say, Tuku or Jab Prejah is free without ever having talked to them. Not performing. Sometimes being busy just means you're desperate for money. Not performing as much increases demand for you and increases your value. How do I manage this? While most artists perform in the capital, uh, I perform in other cities like Bulawayo, Johannesburg, Gweru, Cape Town, Perth, uh, Sydney, New York. So that by the time I come back to Arare, almost two years have passed and my material is new and my value has changed. Withholding content. Many of my fellow artists teach their fans that content is free. My fans understand that my content keeps me performing for them longer. It is what has made me last for such a long time in the game. Let others go viral and disappear after a year, but that's because this model is just not sustainable. Get TV deals first before you start putting stuff out there for free. If you ever see me upload anything, it's a teaser or promo for an event that stimulates ticket sales, which keeps me performing longer. I am happy. My fans are happy. Win-win situation. Talking to haters. You see, if you want news to spread fast, tell a hater. I'll give you an example. I went to Victoria Falls to do two shows over Christmas. And I had a third one on Valentine's Day. Knowing that I had not advertised due to budget constraints, I know I would sacrifice the first show for the last two shows to work. As expected, we had seven people. First thing I did was to go online and make sure all the haters knew about it. I knew they would share between them, comment, write about them. They basically helped me to sell out the next two shows. Never underestimate the power of your enemies. Sharing bad news. Whenever you share a status, you want more shares, views, uh, ETC. Uh, Put a negative sounding title. People love bad news than good news. In the early part of my career, knowing you couldn't make Robert Mugabe jokes would land you in hot soup. So I decided to make jokes with the words Robert Mugabe instead. There's a big difference. While I was not making fun of Robert Mugabe, I chose instead to mention his name as many times as I could in my sets. Starting from the bottom. You start from the bottom, but you aim very high. 
I love to start something from the bottom because people discuss the underdog. For example, I want to build a comedy dome and it seeks to convince 20,000 people to buy a $10 ticket in advance. Because I know that this is impossible, the knock-on effect is that people are talking about my failure enough uh, to people that will convince those I've spoken to to build the dome anyway, right? Plus, remember that this project doesn't only rely on crowdfunding. It also relies on work that I'm doing behind the scenes. What's most important about the project is that if I'm hoping to speak to 20,000 customers on a database, once the project is running, uh, those are the same customers I'm going to ask to actually come to the actual dome that I would have built, whether they believed I was going to achieve it or not. Just being Zimbabwean. Our country has gone through a barrage of negativity, which is perfect for me when I perform internationally or when I'm looking for gigs, because people know about our country, it gives me a starting point. Not only do I, I don't have to explain what's happening in Zimbabwe, but I also have the opportunity to sell myself. While others use this to hide their identity, I flaunt it. Being broke or poor. I always find that when I have no money, I am more honest about my circumstances because because of that, I get to connect with more people. I get humbled by our economy many times and it forces me to be more innovative, more resourceful and more creative. So that's it for chapter 14.